0: To pushing through I am Tate Frazier and as always I am joined by the kid BJ Armstrong and BJ I have two words for you to open up the show today Balkan boys they're here Jokic Luka the shootout last night did you watch it what'd you think about the
1: Balkan boys very entertaining game <laughs> you're absolutely right you know Luka what can you say mm. the Joker what can you say you just laugh. I think that's why he's the
0: Joker because yeah, it's so insane. You just chuckle. You saw when big you shots,
1: and mm-hmm. when you watch those two play, you know they're not athletic, but they get it done. Mm-hmm. You know, the Euro step was in full effect last night. Great basketball, great game, overtime, and uh, the Dallas Mavericks in the end came out on top. But it was a really. Really entertaining game. I mean, you saw big shots, big plays. And uh, both of those guys, they came ready to play. And uh, it was a great battle.
0: Yeah, I want to add another L to the Balkans. So it's the absolutely the Balkan boys. And I want to give you a stat, BJ. Over the last two seasons, Nikola Jokic is 5-for-5 five five on game-tying or go-ahead shots inside the final 10 seconds of the fourth quarter of overtime. His five makes are the most by any player over that span. He might be the most clutch player in the league. If you had to put a gun to my head today and ask me who the MVP is, I would still say Jokic. I know the record doesn't reflect it, you know, right. but thank God for Russell Westbrook because his triple doubles made MVPs. You know, records don't always matter. You know, it's about the, the performer that's out there. Jokic has been amazing, obviously in the clutch. Uh, Luka gets it done last night in the end. Uh, I think it's great for the NBA, and it's a great rivalry in the Western Conference.
1: Well, since we're in that region of the world, Mm. Let's also talk about our guy, Bobon Urain. Because <laughs> the big fella, you know, he had like 12 points last night. Yep. And, you know, let's give them some love. Let's give, uh, first of all, the Dallas Mavericks, because they've struggled a little bit early, mm-hmm. especially early on. We've, you know, we placed Luka in MVP conversations, and we're expecting this team, in spite of Porzingis not being available at this time. And Denver started off a little slow, but nonetheless, you know, I think in the end, I think those teams both will somehow manage to meet the expectations that we all are anticipating from them to both be in the playoffs and hopefully will advance deep in the playoffs because if this game was any indication of what could happen, Mm. Uh, I would love to see those two play and match up with each other in the playoffs. Yeah, it's fireworks.
0: And uh, I, I'm already saying it, BJ. This is the international version of Bird versus Jordan. <laughs> I know that uh, Popovich already said that Jokic is Larry Bird. Uh, I'll say Luka is Jordan just because he's got Jumpman already behind him. Whatever, it makes it work. Uh, and I'm excited for that. I want to see those two guys battle it out. Uh, we'll hopefully see that you know late in the season this year. Uh, we're going to go around the league, uh, some more storylines. This is one I want to talk to you about, BJ, as a point guard yourself. We talked about him at the start of the season. We love him um, as a person. We enjoy him as a basketball player. He is a creative person, to say the least. That is, of course, that is of course Kyrie Irving. Um, he said, you know, he did not play yesterday because he did not want to play. That was the quote. Just didn't want to play. Uh, he played a, a few games, a couple games ago, uh, without KD got a nice win, uh, for the Nets and then the Nets get an even better win against the Sixers without KD or Kyrie. Um, uh, what were your, what were your thoughts on this? And obviously, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a heavy issue and, uh, you know, we're, we're always, um, thinking about the, the larger context of things, but just from a basketball perspective, you know, I didn't want to play. What is it? What does that sound like to you?
1: Well, that quote was sent to me by a good friend of mine. And when I saw it, I stopped. You know, it was like, what? It, that couldn't be true. Mm-hmm. That couldn't be true. And I don't re- really want to reply to this. I yeah, want to yeah, give yeah. myself you. time. It's kind of like you got that tweet, you know, all teed up. And someone says, what are you doing? And you look and you go, yeah, what was I about to do. And Mm -hmm. that's how I feel right Mm -hmm. now, because I don't want to believe that that was the response. And I want to hear from Kyrie Irving. I want to hear from Kyrie Irving. So I'm going to disregard what was reported, not to say that that wasn't the case, but I'm going to give Kyrie Irving the benefit of the doubt here and allow Mm. him to respond before I give my two cents on this but I was really taken aback when I did hear (laughs) that and I got a lot of calls from many of my friends who are currently in this business around my age and to say the least there was some back and forth to how Mm -hmm. to respond to that but more importantly what would how would you manage that situation if it happened to you? And I got that from a handful of my friends who are currently executives in this league now, like what do you do and -hmm. how would you handle the situation if that were to occur? But I'm not going to respond. I want to hear from Kyrie. We are Kyrie fans here. Yeah. We are Kyrie fans. I am a Kyrie Mm -hmm. Irving fan. I, I love watching him play. I think he's entertaining. You know, and I feel to some degree I get him. Mm-hmm. But he last feels, yeah. night, even I was taken a little back by that one. If that is yeah, true. Yeah. The way it was re- No, I'm not going to even say that. The way it was reported, even I was taken back by it, that report. Now, so I'm going to leave it at that, Tate. I'm gonna turn the microphone mm. over to you. I don't <laughs> yeah. really know what to say, but I think I should allow Kyrie Irving to respond first so mm-hmm. that I can get a full picture of what's going yep. on. I've only had heard reportedly, allegedly, half mm-hmm. of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: And at the end of the day, you and I both know, and uh, I think the world at large, if you know anything about Kyrie, we know he loves the game of basketball. We know that it is uh, something that he cherishes. So uh, I think the way that it may be reported that he just didn't want to play, it seems very apathetic or dismissive. That is not the way that he you know, treats the game of basketball. We've heard him say much different things about his reverence for the game. So there, there's there's a lot of layers to it. I think that it was more of him trying to make a statement in response to what was happening you know, in our country at large, and that was sort of the the message. But like you said, you know, there there is a connotation that I want to hear Kyrie's you know, take on on what he was trying to say and what his message was behind that. And hopefully we'll get that. And I'm sure we will because, uh, you know, Kyrie likes to let people know what he's thinking. And he is a, uh, you know, a thoughtful man. So uh, we'll wait for Kyrie to to chime in on that. You have your Lakers sweatshirt on, uh, BJ. And and I just, you know, wanted to point out the Los Angeles Lakers, LeBron James, they have alerted the world at large that, you know, in a month or so, once, uh, you know, President Joe Biden is in office, they want to go to the White House and bring the tradition back of championship teams going to the white house so we we may see the lakers you know celebrating that championship from the disney bubble uh very soon in washington dc in washington dc so that's a uh, that's good news for uh lakers fans to finally have that celebration they're looking for
1: yeah it is and you know, i think it's a great gesture i think it's a great tradition and having i've always loved it yeah have an opportunity yeah. to partake in it, it you know it's pretty cool you know it's a, it's a pretty cool thing and my only concern is now with covid and so forth and so on is yep. what would that look like you know like <laughs> what's the protocol for that to actually maybe happen? we
0: maybe maybe we wait until we don't have to do yeah uh, yeah that's yeah. my that
1: was my only thought you know this <laughs> okay i think it's a cool you know idea suggestion but how are you going to execute this under the current situation as is to me is mm-hmm. is a bigger situation so um but i like it like the idea i'll, I'll go with that i'll 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 oh, okay. i'll take a little 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 visit to the yeah. to the white house see, so can uh, yeah, well, yeah. go there and you know hang out in the oval office it's that was pretty cool
0: yeah and if you haven't seen the last dance you remember bj Armstrong, uh you know we'll, we'll give you the insight he's sitting there he's shooting around on the gym he's looking like the coolest guy in the room <laughs> and we're just like there's young bj you know <laughs> That's uh, that's the G. We love to see that. Uh, we're going to keep running around the league. The Sixers, uh, they were our number one team when we did our power rankings on Tuesday uh, when we had Wood on the show. And now the Sixers are in quarantine right now right. because of a positive, set, uh, t- positive Seth, uh, I guess, positive test for Seth Curry. Um, he was on the bench. Uh, he was removed uh, in the middle of the game once they figured out about the positive test. But now the Sixers are waiting and seeing. You, you talked about the, the the people around the league that are executives that reach out to you, ask questions. How much concern is there, BJ, about these types of things happening and potentially hindering the season and stretching out the season?
1: You know, Tate, I I feel like I really get a chance to peek behind the curtain. And yep. this is the this is a very real concern for a many of the executives who are currently in the NBA. Is mm-hmm. what's going to happen if one or more than one of the players test positive for COVID because now the exposure is, you know, it can, it can spread. What, what do you do? I think the league understood this before the season started. I think everyone is concerned thus far. We haven't had except with the exception of, I think the Houston Houston, OKC game I think early in the season was canceled I think the league has been I think they anticipated that there this will happen to some degree Mm -hmm. so we will see how this plays out you know I I've said this from the beginning Tate and I'll continue to say it first and foremost I heard I hope that the health of the players and the safety of the players and their families and loved ones and all of the people who are participating to help this event when i say event the season i hope that that is at the forefront of everything that they do because mm-hmm. you know all of us have been affected by this in one way or another we see the numbers we see what it can do when i say it the coronavirus and we see the impact that it has and we don't know the after effects of what's going to happen you know You know, there's some, a lot of things that we may think may happen, but we don't know. And with that, Tate, I was very concerned because now if that is the case, you know, everyone, you know, is, you know, the guys were playing, guys are breathing on one another, sweating on one another. Without question, everyone has, you know, there isn't a six feet well, I don't know, the way the Brooklyn Nets have been playing, it's probably been more <laughs> than six feet for per, per them playing defense lately. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but it's a real concern. So let's hope that everything is okay with Seth Curry and everyone's okay there in Philadelphia and that this is just part of the protocol that they're going to go through. But I have a real concern for this. And mm-hmm. I may be a little bit overly cautious than most, but – You know, playing under these conditions, you know, something doesn't feel right. But again, that's probably me and just reacting and probably my instincts as a parent to have people out playing during these conditions. Because, I mean, when you look around and you see the numbers, especially out here in Los Angeles, you go, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. know, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? Yeah, and this is something that's really serious so but that again that's just my my natural instinct my natural thought when i heard about last night so I, i hope he's okay i hope everyone's fine and we can move forward from this want to hear something amazing discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn how amazing is that in fact it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply.
0: Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, collectively, you know, and understandably so, and it's not to to point fingers or anything, but there is a whiplash of sorts when you think about the the, the fallout or the, the reaction time to these things, because March 11th of 2020, not even a year ago, you know, Rudy Gobert, it's a positive test and the world shuts down. BJ. Right. You know, it's not even not even the NBA shuts down, the world shuts down. And then we have a bubble. We do this entire experiment. We we we, we make this thing work. Dr. Leroy Sims, who, who we you know enjoy so much, comes on the show, explains how the NBA makes it work. Such an impressive experiment. And then, you know, it's like the whiplash from shut down the world, make this bubble happen in this new new normal, whatever it is. And now we're back to this like in between um, between those two. Things and so there's a whiplash to to understand what your reaction should be. Because if Seth Curry tested positive in March of 2020, the world shuts down, you know? Right. And and now we're saying... I mean, Rudy right, Gobert guaranteed. tested
1: positive, right? Rudy Gobert No, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But I'm saying if if, if it was March and Seth sure. Curry tested yep. positive, if, if this was the same situation in March, the, the NBA shuts down is what yes. I'm saying. So it's like we that's how far we've... You know, our reaction time has changed and shifted so quickly mm-hmm. in a time frame. So it's understandable that we all are trying to catch up. Um, And like you said, I think at the end of the day, we just hope the player safety, uh, you know, for the people that are actually you know risking you know their lives and putting themselves on the front lines are you know first and foremost thought about and uh you know put at the highest of priority their safety and uh, we we assume and presume that because we know the nba uh is always about that and you know obviously we mentioned dr leroy sims just a, just a second ago and he's one of those people that is you know working to make that the case and uh yeah, I, I am concerned as well, BJ. I I try to talk myself you know out of it right. and around it, but I th- I think living in Los Angeles, you and I, we're we're here, uh, we're in Ground Zero. We see um just how crazy this this virus can be, yes. and just how you know um, dangerous it can be, and how quickly it can spread and get out of hand. And uh, we're just hoping that all these teams can stay safe and uh, we get back to some sense of normalcy uh, uh very soon um a couple more things before we get out of here bj i want to hit on uh i want to ask you about the rookies i feel like uh this rookie class in the nba is getting a lot of noise halliburton uh is one of those guys right. that's kind of jumping off the page is there is there any rookie that you've seen that you've kind of taken pause and said oh i really i really like that kid he, he's kind of stuck out to how's me. that Maybe go like a how's Patrick that go again oh <laughs> ah,
1: ah. Uh, yeah. me. um well, you know, you see flashes. And what you hope with young players is that you see the potential. You see flashes from these young players. And when you see James Wiseman. Mm. He's for real. He gives me that. Ah, oh. he gives it. He, <laughs> he does that for me. He mm-hmm. makes plays and he does things where you go. This guy could be. Mm-hmm. You see it. He shows you little flashes in the game on the defensive end. He'll just make a block shot for no reason at all. He'll <laughs> he'll get an alley oop or dunk. You'll see him take the ball the full length of the court. You'll see him. You'll see him shoot a three. You just see like flashes, and you go. In today's game, he could be the next whatever that mm. may and you and you feel you you fill in the blank i really really like his potential you know i, I look at lamello i mean he's he's a very entertaining player you see yep. his size at that position you see what he's able to do and you go you know he, you know, you you could see some things. You could build some things around him with his size and ability to pass. That's that's a mm-hmm. that's key for him. Anthony Edwards, without question, he can score the basketball. Make no doubt about yep. it. He's a score. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's a score. He's doing this off the bench right now. And you're saying, okay, this kid will probably be able to score the basketball. Halliburton is another player that's very interesting to me. Mm-hmm. Nice size at the point guard position plays the game at this pace has a little awkward shot from distance, but he goes in and has a real sense on the defensive end on, on how to play early in his career yeah, yes. like him. But if you're asking me the player that really stands out to me is James Wiseman. Mm. I think he has a chance to be a star. I think he has a chance to be a star mm. and he looks poised. He looks as if he will be a 20 plus score in this league without question. He'll be a double digit rebounder without question. But where I really like him most is defensively. I really like what he's able to do as a shot blocker, rim protector. He looks like he can move his feet, can step out. And he's shown the ability to play on the box and on the perimeter as a young player. Mm -hmm. I think once he goes around this league, and listen to what I'm about to say next, maybe gets a summer league in, maybe gets a real training camp in. He's doing all of this, Tate, and missed all of the week or so training camp due to the COVID protocol this year. I mean, basically, Mm -hmm. this young man is just rolled out of bed and he's just playing the game. So once. And he didn't even play college. He didn't even play, I mean. <laughs> you know, collegiate basketball, basically, <laughs> what he played three games or so. So I yep. think this young man, once he's able to settle in, I think the sky's the limit for him. I really love what I see. He looks like a great kid. I listened to his interview. I just, you see something about him, you're going, he could be a franchise player. I don't mm-hmm. say that often. But he looks like he could be a franchise-type player and talent. Once he gets the most valuable thing that every player needs is experience. And the only way you get that is by going through it. So for him, this is basically his summer league. But he's so good, his summer league actually transfers to real NBA games. Or whatever they're playing today. I mean, we can have a conversation about the NBA right now. I can tell you what I think (laughs) as I'm watching these games. But his ability transfers... I think he's going mm-hmm. to be a sensational player. I think he will be a star player. And I would love to see him play against Jokic in their primes. Because he's the antithesis of Jokic. Mm-hmm. He's, he, he can play on the outside, but he just does his in a, in, in a different way. Wiseman and Jokic, they both can play on the inside. I think they both will play that five position and put their own spin on it. But I would love to see maybe two or three years from today those guys play against each other because that, to me, would be a battle of the wheels. You have speed Mm -hmm. and quickness versus, you know, it's like a Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Even though they look different, they're effective. I could both see them doing 35, 12, and 8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and yeah, 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 for sure. They would be to me that that's where Wiseman, I think, will have the effect on the game. I think Wiseman can be a, a fantastic player in the NBA for many years to come.
0: And I think a lot of people, when the draft came up, they compared the Warriors to the Spurs when they, you know, sort of had that down year, and you know, David Robinson gets hurt, then they end up getting Tim Duncan, and that was sort of what you know Wiseman, the situation was with the Warriors. They're going to get a lottery level, a franchise caliber player in a year that you know was a down year because of injuries to Steph Curry and Wiseman comes in and he works up to the billing, and I think the reason I bring up the Duncan comparison is not to say that he's Tim Duncan, but I do think James Wiseman does not have to be the number one option. James Wiseman can be the number one, number two, number three, number four, and that's one of the things that's beautiful about Tim Duncan, and James Wiseman seems to have that demeanor about him. He obviously is a good defensive player. He's only going to get better, and he has all the tools to you know develop into a superstar in the league, and uh I see it. He's already with the first unit. You know, they were up big the other night and he's sitting on the bench with, you know, Steph and, you know, Draymond, as if he's already in with those guys. So you can already tell yeah. that they understand what, that he's the one. What I like yep.
1: what they're doing with Wiseman is you know, it's unfair for these young players who get drafted in the lottery. They come into these teams, and most of those teams aren't very good. Yep. And it's the reason they're getting drafted there because you're looking for a very talented player to turn the franchise around for better or for worse. But what I love what Coach Kerr is doing is they're not putting that level of responsibility on him to carry the team. Mm -hmm. They're allowing him to grow at his own pace. They're allowing him to adjust to the physicality of this game. Because bigs, they have so much more body mass. And they're basically playing with their hands in the air which is takes time for bigs to get that level of of core strength to be able to play and absorb when another person is 250, 60, or 270 pounds. I mean, Joel Embiid is a big man. And (laughs) I love the fact that they're bringing him along slowly. I love that. Mm -hmm. And they're allowing him to see Steph Curry. Like, if I was, I don't know where his locker is at, But his locker should be next to Steph Curry because what you're hoping is in four to five years that he will be able to take the mantle and learn what it truly means to be a superstar in this league. Yep. Yep. And if he can absorb that, and if Steph Curry can bring him along, because Steph Curry's already shown that he will pass the ball and pass it to his teammates and defer to other players. If he can do this... And hopefully we're saying I'm saying five years, but maybe it's a two or three year process. He should shadow Steph Curry so that he can take that mantle and carry this franchise because that young man is a he should be a star of stars. Mm -hmm. He should be a star of stars. And he has a very special opportunity to learn what it means to be a star but Steph Curry is a star among stars. And for him to be able to see that and see how Steph talks to the, well, you can't see it right now in the media, but he can see the interaction. He just sees how he moves. He sees how he moves. He sees how he takes on the responsibility. He sees how Steph Curry is getting double teamed and triple teamed. He sees how Steph Curry approaches the game with a level of professionalism. If he can just take all of those things, because that's very rare that you get a chance to see it, let alone for you to have the talent to be able to do it. If he can just shadow Steph Curry for the next two or three years, this young man will be he will be an MVP himself. Because where else are you going to learn that? Who else mm-hmm. in this draft class? What other young player other than like Tim Duncan, as you said, had an MVP right next to him who he could see every single day to mimic? Mm-hmm. So I think this young man, the, 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 sometimes the stars line up for you. It's lined up for him. And if he's healthy and he continues to grow and continues on his path, the Warriors' future is very bright. Not because of how we think it's going to be with, you know, hopefully we'll get Clay back and hopefully, you know, the players that they currently have will figure out how to, you know, work and, and, and reach their potential. But I think this is a young man that you can build around and build around his mm-hmm. talent. I really do. Yep. And I don't yep. say that often because we, we throw that around. Superstar, we throw those terms around. This one is a, he looked like he has the demeanor to really accept this responsibility. And more importantly, he will get a chance to see it every single day. And I wouldn't be surprised in the future, Tate, that the Warriors will make another run with mm-hmm. Wiseman at the, as the centerpiece of you know uh, of that franchise because he's that type of talent
0: yeah and uh, I mean if you're a Warriors fan uh, you're just hoping that he lives up to the namesake a wise man you know just (laughs) stay around all those veteran players like Draymond Steph Curry Steve Kerr that whole group of guys you know Coach Frazier all those people that are around soak in that knowledge and like you said you know maybe you get ahead of schedule I feel like that's you know not to bring Derek into this but I think that's what helped Derek you know Derek soaked in a lot so when he was younger he was able to rise and achieve more than most because he had soaked up so much knowledge and if James Wise can do that. He can obviously elevate his game because he has everything that you need, like you said, to be a star in this league. So that's a that's a great point. We'll keep an eye on Wiseman. Uh, a couple more notes, B.J. Before we get out of here, Markel Foltz. I oh. uh, just want to shout him out. Um, he is, you know, one of those guys, number one pick, like you said, a lottery guy that got thrown into a tough situation. Um, had a lot of, you know, bad. <laughs> bad media coverage i mean all all the above you know kind of went after this kid he worked on his game gets traded to to the magic becomes a starting point guard in the league becomes a very very solid player you know in the nba goes down with an acl injury so just wanted to say uh we're pulling for markel hope he gets better and want to see him back soon
1: yeah you know i know injuries are part of the game and every time you go out there anything is possible but you know, I, I'm rooting for Markel Fultz. Me too. I, I, I mean. How could you not? Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's a very resilient kid. You know, I, I really like his game. I like what he does. I like how he plays. And anytime I see a young man fall down and get back up, I applaud. I, I, I It makes yep. me more of a fan. And I'm always rooting for young people. Who are resilient and 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 have the ability to get back up and continue on your on on your journey. And this young man has failed down. He gets back up, and he gets back up in a big way. Mm-hmm. And you know he signs uh, an extension. And down there in Orlando, kind of, you know, he's kind of created a little home for himself. Yep, absolutely. And this happens. But you know what was what was interesting about it is we're sitting here and we we feel bad. I, I, I follow him on Twitter and he was so positive in his response. I mean, he was so yep. positive. You know, it's, it's amazing, yep. you know, young people and their resiliency that they have. He was so positive. So I'm going to be positive. We're going to be positive here and say, you know what, this is going to the next chapter is going to be that much better when he finally gets back yep. on the court. Because, you know, I wanted to feel bad for him. And he was like, no, don't feel bad for me. I'm going to be back stronger. I'm going to be back yeah, better. Yeah. And, you know, and 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 being an agent and working with a player who has sustained that type of injury, you know, I mean, I know firsthand. Um, but, you know, science continues to improve. I'm so encouraged by watching so many players come back from this Achilles injury. I mean, when I watch Same. John Wall right now.
0: Yeah, it, it, it says something. It says I something. Mean, it, <laughs> I don't know
1: what's going on with science, but <laughs> bravo.
0: Yeah, I mean, from even from 8, 10 years ago. Yes. I mean, think about just the ACL surgery from 8, 10 years yes. ago. And I mean, it's, Kevin Durant, it's I'm
1: watching him. I'm going, wow. So I'm very yeah. encouraged about this. And um, I just want to get Markel Fultz back on the court because he's, you know, he's, you know, that young man has worked on his game. He's worked on everything that he needs to work on. And he was playing so well. I mean, they they were playing very well and with him leading the charge down there. So uh, shout out to Markel Fultz from uh, from pushing through because uh, we're we're Markel Fultz fans here.
0: Yeah, what do they always say? Uh, minor setback, major comeback. Yes. Uh, we expect that from uh, Markel Oh, Fals, man, you're a rapper. Always. I like that. Man, dude, that bars <laughs> for tape. <it> t- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, final thing, you're probably not going to like this, but tonight we have the f- history, basically. The first time that two ball oh, brothers, gosh. not two Balkans, but two ball brothers are going to play in the NBA against each other. We got LaMelo, my boy, with the Charlotte Hornets versus Lonzo and J.J. Redick and the Pelicans. Uh, BJ, are you going to watch the ball showdown? Okay. Hey, will you, will okay. you watch it for me, please?
1: I'm going to watch because I love to watch okay. my clients. Okay, good. Oh yeah, I to watch Biz I'm going to watch Bizback, <laughs> you know. I was going to watch. But now I have to watch yep. on the perimeter. I was just going to watch the Bigs. You know I love the Bigs. You know, I want to mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. see the Bigs banging. you know? I I sent Biz <laughs> an extra text this morning, going. I hope you got your rest last night because it's a lot Man, of big Steven Adams Steven Adam and, Adam and, Zion. and Zion. It's a lot of big bodies down there. Big fella, big fella said, yep. "You know what? I'm ready." You know, so <laughs> I'm excited. You know, I want to get down there and bump around a little bit, but now I got to watch the perimeter because all the hype is on the perimeter. Now I got to see what's going on out there. But I was going, mm-hmm. I was going to watch anyway. But yes, I'm going to watch the game. I think it's a terrific achievement for the ball family. I can only imagine what that must feel like as a parent to see- Yeah, yeah, it's gotta be great. Two of your sons playing against each other at the same position. I mean, I can't imagine what, what the ball parents must feel like right now. I mean, that's, Yep. I mean, so I'm gonna applaud that because that's a, to have one child play, you got two, right? Like, Yep. I, I can yep. only imagine but what, what the curries must feel like and mm-hmm. the holidays, the holidays yeah. and the, the Lopez brothers. So it's, yep. that's, that's, that's phenomenal. So I'm going to gravitate to anything positive that I, I, I hope that they, which would be great. Maybe, maybe we can get LaVar ball on the pushing mm. through broadcast to give a live, you, uh, you know, a, a, a live kind of look in on what's he feeling. But I, I think that's, Great, yeah. Um, um, so I'm I'm looking forward to it. Even though I don't like to venture far off the court, I will allow this tape to to seep into our uh, pushing I, through. Tell you know, broadcast here
0: today. Yeah. Yeah, into into our ether, we need that. And I will say, all I see in the future of pushing through is one day we set up a one-on-one game, Michael Jordan versus Levar Ball. Uh, we call the game. Uh, that's it. That that's the final. That's no, the no, final no, move. I, that's the final
1: no, chess move. No, 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 that's not a game. That's not a game. No, I want to watch no, that's that. Not a game. That's good it's for like everybody. Rivalries. Wait a minute. How can it be a rivalry if only one of the teams or one of the franchises have ever won? No. That's why. That's why we watch. No, that's why we watch. We, uh, we, uh, we, I would just take LeVar Ball coming on and just saying what he would do if they were going to play a game. <laughs> That's way more entertaining than the game because, yeah, yeah. I know yeah, the and game you might know not be and so everyone knows what man. would happen if the game actually occurred. <laughs> so let's let LeVar talk about it and be yeah. entertained and stay there. Yeah, you and
0: I like heightened realities. We don't we don't like actual reality all the time. Yeah. We like to, you know, this is a heightened reality. Yes. LeVar Ball's take on what he would do yes. to now, MJ. Yeah, on yeah let's yeah, that's let's that's good. That's good. Yeah. And we'll animate. it. Yeah, we'll, we'll animate we'll, it. We'll call and then it, Jordan will see it, and then he'll he'll be like, I want to do we'll it. We'll call real it
1: like now. a hyper reality. We'll put some, you know, <laughs> you know, we'll, put a little, <laughs> we'll get two yeah, K to make it. Let's get two K to make it. Let's yeah it in let's you know make sure everyone gets paid what they what they deserve <laughs> let's hype it up a little bit let's you know it's yeah. like some type of animation could be we'll call it like fantasy basketball how about that yeah. how about that yeah, some you, fantasy yeah hyper reality <laughs> basketball you know what, I mean? what could have been so yeah
0: yeah lavar versus mj that's what the people yeah, want no, uh yeah. but until that day bj we got the the ball brothers are playing each other yes. we'll watch that we're going to watch Biz ne- Bismack versus steven adams that's all, that's all uh, I want
1: for tonight that's all I yeah. want i just i just want the referees to say no fouls on the post tonight because there's going to be a lot of banging there's going to be yeah. a <laughs> lot of banging there's going to be a lot of banging right there
0: you know that's a, if you're an old school big if you're a fan of the old biggies to, that's a game to watch Bismack versus steven oh. adams like those those guys there's, night, there's a lot of elbows
1: oh yeah, friday night biz versus uh steven uh, that, that, that's what I. That, that's what I'm signing up for. You know, L- let's go. I, I just let's go. Let's go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: well, tune in. This has been pushing through. We'll be back on Tuesday again with Woodyard to give you our uh, updated power rankings. Enjoy the football this weekend. NFL football wild card weekend. We'll be watching that as well. Thanks for listening to Pushing Through, and we'll see you on Tuesday.